money, money, money. Artists want to make their music and they want to get paid for it, but it's getting harder and harder these days. It's Wednesday, it's July 8th, and this is The Current Music News. I'm Jade. And I'm Jay. The shock has faded. We are now in the long, scary slog through a pandemic that looks like it's gonna stretch at least into 2021. So how is the music world going to sustain itself? In the short term, some federal funding has come to the rescue. The Small Business Administration has released a list of all the businesses that have borrowed money to protect their payrolls, and the list includes record labels like Sub Pop and Third Man, uh, includes some music venues, includes at least one vinyl pressing plant, and actually also includes some music groups that are big enough to basically be small businesses or even not so small businesses because of all the crew they employ. That includes bands like The Eagles and Pearl Jam and Disturbed. Each of those groups borrowed over $350,000. Well, then there are bands like Bootstrap Boys, Woe Dakota, and Paul Cherry. Successful bands, uh, but not bands that have that $350,000 payroll. In fact, they're barely paying themselves. Vice talked to these artists who are heading back for their day jobs just so that they can pay rent. And some of these artists are potentially going into risky areas like the service industry. In fact, uh, they talked to Bootstrap Boys frontman Jake Stilson, who's working as a bartender at a brewery in Michigan. And he admitted that he was pretty scared about COVID-19. He said, you want to be able to chase your dreams instead of just serving beer when it's not safe. Is it worth my life to try to have a livelihood? So artists like Boys to Men and Megan Trainer aren't looking for bartending work just yet, but touring's off the table and every artist is trying to find some way to make a buck. Rolling Stone rounded up a bunch of different ways that musicians are managing to make money right now. If you have a significant following, you can get a brand like MasterCard to sponsor your live stream. That's what Megan Trainer did. Or you can go on a sponsored date for Bumble, like Common did with Tiffany Haddish. Or you can do like Boys to Men and write an ice cream jingle. Thinking of you, you're so tasty, so smooth and creamy. Gotta have you, yeah. What can I say? Every flavor tastes like a summer day. That's why I love you. So fun, you're the only one. Gotta have some. And of course, you can always promote your music on a streaming service. But how much are you actually making on that? Well, Tasmine Little, she's a, a popular classical violinist. She just shared that for the past six months, so half a year, for her 3.5 million streams, she made, any guesses? $15.50. I know that was not what I was thinking. I thought it would be way more, but uh, that's the deal. So music unions and advocacy advocacy groups, uh, they are trying to get increased streaming payments, or at least a redistribution of how those payments come out. So how would that work? Well, right now, how it works is, uh, say Jay and I each pay $10 a month to Spotify. And in that one month, I listen to my favorite one album from my favorite baby band just once. 
Jay, on the other hand, in that same month, he listens to his favorite Bruce Springsteen album 30 times. Well, how that breaks down is Bruce Springsteen ends up getting paid 30 times as much as my baby band. And how they think it should be, one of these ideas about redistribution is that uh, we, since Jay and I are paying the same amount, those two bands should get the same amount. And they think that will eventually benefit those smaller artists. Bruce Springsteen does not need my pennies, especially since I already bought all his albums on vinyl, CD, <laughs> and in the case of Born to Run, 24 karat gold-plated CD. You remember when that was a thing, Jade? Oh God, Bruce has enough. The boss is paid. The label swore that it sounded so much better. I thought it sounded great, but of course I always do. Well, on Bandcamp, the system works differently than on other streaming services. You buy music on a per song or per album basis. A lot of indie artists have found they can make a lot more money that way, and they've been encouraging their fans to support them on that platform. This week, I had a chance to connect with Joe Holt, who's a Bandcamp co-founder and currently their director of engineering. So even though music does stream on your service, you don't think of yourself as a streaming service. Yeah, I mean, streaming is a technical term, right? That's been kind of co-opted to mean subscription. What you're doing is you're, you're renting, you know, music. When you pay $10 a month, you're paying a couple of cents to listen to, uh, to this album today and another album tomorrow. And then those cents get bottled up and sent to not the person you listen to, but the, the Byzantine set of agreements that the streaming service has created with, uh, with uh, the rights holders maybe a little bit of that finally comes down to the artist just buy the music <laughs> just just if there's if there's an artist you like just go to their page and just buy their music whether it's on Bandcamp or someplace else whether you you uh, you know post pandemic you go to a show and they have a merch table just buy it just just give your money to the artist it's as simple as that despite the the growth of Bandcamp and the the the, the large recognizable artists who are on the site now, which I love. Uh, if you go, for example, to Sufjan Stevens' site on Bandcamp, the lyrics to all of his albums, I put them in myself. I asked, I asked the label if they wouldn't mind, and they said, go for it. And being a huge Sufjan fan and knowing that there were a lot of bad versions of his lyrics out there, I was like, this is what I love. But yeah, it doesn't get old. Seeing a band uh, able to do a little bit more because of their sales on Bandcamp, I just love it. Yeah. And so you're on the engineering side of the business. What kind of challenges have you been facing on that side of the business with the, I presume, rise in traffic? Oh, yeah. Uh, the first COVID fundraiser we did on March 20th this year, we had about 15 times as much traffic to the site as a typical Friday. Previous to that, we'd seen like three or four times, you know, the traffic on our fundraisers. So we were engineered for that kind of level. And, you know, it was like all hands on deck. You know, as soon as sales really started taking off on March 30th, no matter what you were working on that day, you set it aside and you helped keep the, the site running. Fortunately, the, the worst that uh, people saw was just it being slow. We couldn't sell as much as people wanted to buy. And that's the current music news. We'll be back with another update, so like and follow us, you can be sure to catch it. In the meantime, listen to The Current on your radio, on your smart speaker, on our app, or on our web stream. And click on the comments to let us know what music news stories are meaningful to you. 
So we'll leave you with another artist that has decided to try and make some money not making her own music. That would be Jennifer Hudson, who's going to be starring in an upcoming biopic as the Queen of Soul. And in fact, Aretha Franklin, before she died, hand-selected Jennifer Hudson to play her. Uh, the upcoming new movie is called Respect, and it's hitting theaters around New Year's. How many albums have you had? Four. And no hits. Honey, find the songs that move you. Until you do that, you ain't going nowhere.